Okay, B, we have one of our favorite guests on the phone right now. Are you excited? Let me go. Let me go. Okay, guess. Christine, Christine Lincoln. Yes! From the hottie and naughty. It's me. Yes. It's me. It's really me. It's really you. Do, do you like how I referenced you from the hottie and the naughty and not step by step? I mean, I feel like it's really a very under underrated film. Um, <laughs> if you've seen it, you're the one. And I think that's you, Brad. Yeah, so I've seen I it. appreciate your love of that movie. Yes, I need to actually buy it just so I really support you because I've learned that from you because actually Work Advice listeners haven't got to hear your episode yet. They've only heard you explain the strike, which is right. over now. So we do have, right. you're, you're going to be our first three-timer on the show. You're the, you're the only three-timer we've had when we drop your episode. So, hey, congrats That's to that. Perfect. We will text you a trophy and you, or you can just imagine one in your brain. Great, great. Anyway, we're talking Christmas today, and Christmas is one of mine and B's favorite holidays, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Y'all, it's funny, y'all both sound alike to me on the phone. I'm trying to decipher who said yeah right there. Uh, <laughs> I, can't, I can't see B right now. So, Christine, what is your plans for the Christmas holiday? Well, this year, you know, I really feel like we've been pushing the season a little bit. And generally, I'm not this kind of person. Like, I am not Rite Aid that right after Halloween, they put out the Christmas decorations. Like, that's generally not my MO. However, I realized this year we had some people coming over for Thanksgiving. We had a lot of stuff happening in the beginning of December. You know, there was one random Saturday before Thanksgiving that my husband and I were home. Kids were on, had play dates, and I looked at him, and I was like, we're free right now. You know what we could do? Put up that tree. And he was like, oh, God, really? I was like, you know what? I think we, I think we should just do it because we're going to be too tired after all the parties and all the Thanksgiving and all of it. So, um, so all that being said, we have totally pushed the season. We have had our tree up, our garland up, our lights, our miniatures, our candles. I did a full, like, home goods run, you know. Um, I really got some tchotchkes. I got some table chargers. Like, I am in full holiday spirit in our house, and I love it. I'm into it. And I, I'm, and granted, everything will come down, like, before January 1st. I feel like after January 1st, you just, it just feels gross. Like, it just feels like we've hung on too long. So, um but, you know, it takes a while to put up. It's a full day. Are you a fan of tinsel? I have tinseled. I tinseled last year, and oh. actually I thought it looked really pretty. Um, but I am still picking tinsel off the tree this year. So, you know, tinsel is a little bit like um, a Christmas herpes. It's hard to get rid of. It is. You're not even wrong. You're not even wrong. Yes, that's a fact. Yes. It is glitter is the herpes of the craft world. Yeah. I feel like the same is true with tinsel and Christmas. It's the it's That's the decoration terrible. that keeps on giving year after year to year. And you're like, wow. I can't seem to get it off. And it's and it gets in your yep. it falls on your floor, then you gotta like get it off the floor. Really good. It gets everywhere. It, it's pretty though. <laughs> and it, just when you think hmm? just when you think you've picked off the last piece, there's always another one in there. Yeah, there's always another one in there. It's crazy to me. Tinsel is is cool because it reminds me of when I was a kid. But yeah, yeah. But as an adult, I don't want to clean it up and have to deal with. It. Is your husband much of a decorator, or does he leave that to you? 
he is really good at bringing out the garland and the tree from underneath the house because we have a we have an artificial and he's mm-hmm. great at putting it up and he's really good at hanging lights and garland and then i'm the person who puts out like the tchotchkes the you know the little figurines the handmade items the the candles in the windows like i'm i'm like the accessories person oh you're like the claire's Always have the yeah. accessories at the mall. You're the Claire's. That's right. You just bring it out. When you when you think that, that it's not there, you're like, I got this right now. I'm going to show you. Do you do Elf on the Shelf? We do have an elf. Her name is Sparkle. <laughs> um, our elf did not make an appearance until um, December 2nd because, frankly, that elf was hiding, and no one could find that elf, <laughs> including me and my husband. So, um, yeah. That elf kind of had a belated appearance, but it is finally with us. Thank God. Mm-hmm. And the the real hard part about the elf is trying to remember that that elf needs to move every night. Um, so there have been some close calls. I would say on, on Sunday, there was a Mission Impossible style movement of that elf um, as children left the room and came back. I mean, it was it was practically magic. So um, I will just say that my my jumping skills to get things on high shelves and move them, I, I was I was pretty. It was like Michael Jordan esque. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I want I want to find this out. Are you a fan of Hallmark Christmas movies? You know, I love a good Hallmark Christmas movie. Um, I have several friends that have been in them. Mm-hmm. I have several friends that have written them. Um, they're just ubiquitous. Like you cannot go through a holiday season and not have one on at least playing in the background. You don't really need to know the story because stories all somewhat end up somewhat at the same. You you can pretty much pick it up at any point and be like, Oh, that's the love interest. Oh, that's the bakery. Okay. She came from this place. Mm -hmm. Got it. Like you kind of know the story. Um, but God, they feel good. They really are. They got to have a bakery because I'm watching these movies and I love the, the bakeries every time. I'm always wanting some of what the bakery has. Oh, the bakery is just a really, it's a, it's a great gateway um, for early mornings. You know, people got to be in there making, mm-hmm. the, making the dough. Lots of interaction with the small town. Um, and then the bakery's got to go into peril at some point. And the town's really got to, like, pull the bakery, you know, up as a bootstrap. And, um, I mean, it's a great device. I think it works well. Okay, I'm going to throw this out there. This is a Chris. Uh, to me, they're all the same. My wife turns them on, well, like, Thanksgiving week, their own. I mean, it's it, it starts in our house full, full bore. Chris, I'm going to say this, and you just, you tell me what comes to your mind. If this come on, would you want to watch it? Christmas Town Sniper. No. What? It's a love story between a sniper and a bakery owner. That seems a little, like, violent for Christmas. But it's not violent. It's, it's, he has to come to town. He found out that he sniped her husband last year. But her husband was doing bad things. He was doing bad things. Her friend points it out, but then her friend was on the take. I think this would be a funny movie. B, what do you think? No, I don't think so. Right. And here's the thing, like, I can't even, like, I've never seen a Hallmark Christmas movie. So that's, there's that. What's but that? anything Christmas, anything Christmas should not be snipery. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we should be sniping. But you know what? I, I feel like you're, pit, I feel like we're the executives and you're pitching a title. I'm going to pass on that. What else you got? 
I, I tell my wife every time because we have close to my wife. We live close to Christmas Town, USA, and this oh. town looks like a Hallmark movie. Look it up. It's McCaddenville, North Carolina. It's Christmas Town, USA. And they had this big tower, and I, I was driving through there with her one night. I said, what if we had a movie called Christmas Town Sniper, where he just sniped, but he loved? See? The love of sniping is not as great as the love of Christmas. Just oh, God. <laughs> just saying. I don't know what network this is for, but there's probably one out there. Uh, it, it's probably more of a lifetime movie. I would think it probably couldn't be go. on. It couldn't be on Hallmark. But the bigger question is: B, you've never seen a Hallmark Christmas movie? Okay, so I mean, I, this might be very 2023 of me. Like, we don't have cable because everything sure. is just streaming, right? So mm-hmm. we have all the streaming things, but we don't have any. We don't have any of the streaming things that have Hallmark. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't. So how do you watch? Like, I don't know. I don't know how you watch it. Well, it's tough. You know, I feel like a lot of those movies, it's like, it's a passerby, right? Like you've got cable, you're just kind of doing a flippity flip. And then you're like, oh, that looks cute. And you just sort of linger. Um, yeah. You just let it happen to you. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not seeing, you have to be intentional. I think you have to get a Hallmark app or maybe you have to get YouTube TV and then there's a Hallmark moment on there. Well, okay. Well, See, that's, that's my flaw then. Well, Chris, go. well Christine, uh, have you ever been offered a Hallmark Christmas movie or just a Christmas movie gig to direct or act in? I have never been in a Hallmark Christmas movie. I am really sad to say. Um, They're lost. But I have been in, thank you. I have been in a Christmas movie called Small Town Santa. Um, I was the, I don't know, the somewhat love interest for Dean Kane. And we shot this thing in Grand Rapids, uh, Michigan. Um, I feel like we shot it in, like, the fall. There was some fake snow. There were a lot of coats. Um, and I can't really tell you exactly what happened. He was sort of like a curmudgeon sheriff who needed joy in his life. And I think I had a dog, and a, maybe I was a single mom. Honestly, it's blurring together. But I feel like all the tropes were there. Um, and it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So you didn't work at a bakery? No bakery. I did not work at a bakery. I feel like I worked at a church, which also, would, you know, that tracks. Yeah, that does track in the old Christmas movie trope. What's your favorite Christmas movie of all time? If you could just sit down with your family and watch it, what would it be? National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, that is my favorite also. You're the first that said that. I love, we watched that last week. As a family, my son's ten. He laughed through the whole movie. Yeah, even with oh, the bad ones, he I was watch, watching it. I love it. I watch it every year. I don't care that it's inappropriate for probably a seven-year-old. Um, I will have it on. I thoroughly enjoy this film, and you know, there's something to me with the classics, and to me, that's a classic. And I kind of say to my daughter, I'm like, listen. I'm not that concerned about ratings when what we're watching is a classic. I feel that way about E.T. I feel that way about Back to the Future. And I feel that way about National Lampoon Christmas Vacation. So, you know what? <laughs> yep, it's probably inappropriate, and we're going to watch it anyway. Back to the Future is my all-time favorite movie. There is no better movie than Back to the Future to me. I love everything about it. 
had the books, you know, went to Universal Studios, saw it. I couldn't wait for it to open in Florida. Went down there, saw it as a kid. The best thing ever. My son could not be more bored when I tried to get him to watch it. It really blew my mind. Oh, that's yeah. a hard one. It that is. Sucks. It's so hard. It's really heartbreaking, isn't it? It is, because I'm like, it holds up today, Christine. It holds up so well to today's oh, movies. So it, it really does. I mean, it's, it, speaking of movies, I got to ask you this question. It's not really a Christmassy question, but I want to ask this to you. So you were in the game plan. I know we've chatted about that. You were in the game plan. Yeah. Okay, you've been in two Rock movies. Is, is yeah. there a reason? Are you connected some way with The Rock? Or did you just happen to get those gigs and he was just headlining both movies? It had, it had more to do with the director so i had done the game plan and i had worked with that with andy sickman i'd worked with that director before and then it just so happened that he and the rock had such a good relationship and disney was very much they were very happy with the game plan and they liked that collaboration and they decided to do the reboot of race to witch mountain um and so that was just, it was kind of just like a natural pairing between the director and the rock. And then because I'd worked for this director before um, and a bunch of other people, we were sort of like a stable of actors that had done a bunch of Terry Marshall movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just basically it was like a call saying, Hey, would you come play this? Like this like little part. So it had less to do with me and the rock as it did with like the production team, Disney and the director. Well, you've been, was connection I'm surprised The Rock wasn't in you again, because that's another Andy Fickman movie, right? I just checked it. Yeah. Yeah, so you're kind of like Andy Fickman's Larry Miller, uh, you know, because he was always Hector in... Hector Elizondo. Yeah, or Hector yeah. Elizondo. And wasn't Larry Miller in all the... Uh, wasn't he in all the Gary Marshall movies, too? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, he you're, sure was. Who do you want to be, Hector Elizondo or Larry Miller? You got to choose one right now. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Which bald guy do you want to be? Ah, I guess I'll go with Hector because I know Hector and Hector's lovely. And if, I mean, we should all envy a career like Hector all the time. Oh my and gosh. He's a lovely person. So I'll go with, I'll go with Hector. So much so. <laughs> hey, was there a Christmas episode on Step by Step? I can't remember. Oh, yes. We had several holiday episodes on I, that show. And I, I want to say, like, I have pictures of all of us wearing Christmassy sweaters in front of a Christmas tree, like, on the set. I can't fully remember what that episode entailed but there was definitely one with doris roberts it was either thanksgiving or christmas might have been christmas um it was sort of national lampoony in in its um um uh, it was like a big family gathering and she was the curmudgeon aunt maybe Ooh. or grandma and you know she's known from everybody loves raymond she was an incredibly funny actress um but the whole uh, the whole scene with myself and her is that she's trying to dress the turkey. And my character's making wisecrack after wisecrack, and she gets kind of annoyed about it, and she literally shoves my hand into the cavity of the turkey. Oh. And it is like a grossed-out kind of moment for Al. So, yeah. Ah. It, she, I mean, she's also in National Lampoon. So I feel like that is my six-degree separation yeah. I was with gonna, that movie that I love. I was going to say, she's Ellen Griswold's mom in National That's Lampoon's right. Vacation, right? Yeah, Christmas Just Vacation. Smoking and shopping carrots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <she's, laughs> yeah. I, I bet you there was tinsel on the tree in Step by Step. Oh, I am sure. I am sure. I mean, yeah. the way that they would decorate that set, it was, it was 
enviable. Yeah, and you didn't have to clean that up. See, that's the greatest thing. When you can decorate and know you don't have to clean any of it up, that's the win, right? Yep. That's It really is. That's where you're like, yep, I don't have to clean that crap up, and I'm not going to do it. May we, may we all get Roombas from Santa for Christmas. <laughs> oh, could you imagine if there was a Roomba back then? Oh, Seriously. They would have just had it rolling all over the set probably and trying to figure out. When. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, was it? did y'all exchange gifts on a personal level? Like, were you always like, hey, I'm going to get this person my, a gift for Christmas? Or was it just professional, like, hey, it's Christmas, I'm out? Um, what we normally did was we would do a secret Santa because there were a lot of us on that set. And if it, you know, it would get expensive if you were mm-hmm. trying to get every single cast member a gift. Yeah. So we would exchange. Um, we do a secret Santa between like all the kids, I would say, and then we would do we would band together and we would do a cast and crew gift like from all of us. And my mom was actually really involved with helping plan that, and mm-hmm. she had a couple different contacts that she'd go to. So like, and we'd all you know split the cost. So one year we did like tote bags with the step-by-step and all the kids like our signatures. And one year it was like um, a big notepad. And then one year it was, um, I can't remember all the different things. Um, and then one year I think it was an ornament. And then one year, I don't know, so things like that that we would give out to, you know, the whole cast and crew. So that was, you know, that was pretty fun. I mean, Christmas was a really fun time around that set. Like the gifts from... You know, the you get like a gift basket from ABC or maybe something from the production company, and they were always very generous, as you can imagine. And the the show um, at one point was affiliated with Sony, so there were back in the day there were a lot of like Sony discmans and like <laughs> oh cameras, like little you know electronic kind of Sony tchotchkes that were pretty fun to play with. But I will say, getting a Sony Discman given to you back then—that was a—that was a probably a two hundred dollar gift at the time, right? Those are expensive. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you're talking. Yeah, that would be not. That'd be a nice gift, honestly. What's the best gift you ever got growing up? You know, I, the one of the big gifts. Like, there's always one year that you remember, you know, some people are like, oh, it's the year I got the bike or whatever. For me, I was in eighth grade. I wanted a stereo really bad. That was like the cool thing was getting a stereo. And my dad, who is like a total electronic person, um, bought me a Kenwood stackable stereo system with speakers. Mm. This thing had... CD player. It had a double tape player. It had a radio. It had a like a subwoofer. Like it was so cool. And not only that, he bought me every CD in the top ten. Oh my gosh! So we're talking. We're talking like this is 1992. Mm-hmm. So it's Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, Ten, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like these are the albums that I received. And it blew my mind. I mean, it, it transforms the way I listen to music. And it was like, it, it was just like the coolest thing around. And I, I mean, I remember to this day, I still have some of those CDs. Because <laughs> they ended up being like classics. So, pretty cool. I'm, I'm pretty envious because I had to be a member of the BMG, which is the biggest con in America. Because you, oh, yeah. you, you get those 10 discs and you're just like, you, they, they hook you, right? And 
I'm um I had a sad first ever CD. It was Don Williams, the country singer. Now I would have liked to, oh, yeah. yeah, I'd like to have had Soundgarden and uh, Pearl Jam, but uh, <laughs> mine was more like I'm gonna go to the bar and do a little bit of drinking. That was mine. So. <laughs> <laughs> less grungy and more let's go to the bar as a 12 year old and uh talk about the sadness of women leaving us that's really what the oh whole, god yeah that was more me yeah I, I would much rather have been you know black hole sunning it and uh oh right totally and, yeah black hole sun really great song by the way it was really great really great I used yep. to love to watch uh Kennedy on uh alternative nation on MTV yeah oh, man yeah they need that back again. Right. They need it back. They, they do. Kennedy needs to come I, back. I, I know. I thoroughly, I mean, those top tens, I, I thoroughly enjoyed all of those. I, I miss I miss that MTV so bad. Like, I want my MTV back. Can we make t-shirts? Oh. Should we make t-shirts? Oh, I want we, my MTV back. <laughs> we need that. We Hey, that could be a Christmas movie. I want my MTV back, and it's someone who is trying to <laughs> save MTV from... From and they have this big Christmas party at MTV, and it brings back like Kurt Loder and all the people yes. that used to be on there. Stop. And yes. they're like, our name is Music Television Videos. Ain't that right? What it stands for? I think. And uh, let's um, actually go back to yeah. that. But 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 Christy, now now they get to just drop them on like YouTube. It, to me, MTV does, they don't need MTV anymore if they want to release videos. I, I mean, I, I would think you can just do your own thing. That's right. I mean, it's all Spotify and Vimeo and YouTube. And I mean, it, it basically, yeah, it basically killed it. Yeah. Oh, video. Now they had a song called Video Killed the Radio Star, which I really like. But now they can say uh -huh. streaming music killed MTV. Someone needs to make that one. That's that needs the, to be the anthem to our movie. That's the shirt you're talking about. Because we actually, you and I talked about that months ago when we were talking about streaming television shows. And they're streaming music and doing the same thing. So, yeah. Right. I think that's, we need, I, I do want my MTV back. What about, what about you, B? Did you get a chance to watch MTV? Yeah. I mean, we watched it growing up along with VH1. Like on our TV, they were one channel apart. So we, you just flip back and forth to whatever music video you wanted to watch. Um, but I feel like everything has changed, you know, it, it went from that to like real world and road rules and all those type shows. And then it went to like teen mom and those. And so it's not even music anymore. It's more like reality TV. Is it even a channel anymore? MTV? Uh, uh yeah, they have catfish on there. I do watch that show and I did watch teen mom for a while. Sadly, but they so definitely, funny. yeah, they definitely don't have, um, they have definitely music videos. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I loved it. Like, we lived on MTV because that's where you heard the good songs. Like, unless you had it, you had, like, timed the radio just right, like, you you had to just flip there and wait for the countdown, you know? That's they had right. that countdown every night with um, that guy, Carson Daly. He, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah Carson yeah. Daly, yeah. 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 So, but, I mean, it's like everything's changed. Like, my daughter's 13, and I told her that the internet used to come in the mail. And, and, like, you had to hook it up to your phone line at your house. She's like, what's that phone line? Your internet can't come in the mail, you know? So like, Oh, my God. Remember that? You've got mail. You? Yes. Yes. So it's just, it's, we've come so far. We, <laughs> it's really insane. we really have. And you brought up VH1B. Uh, Christine, do you remember Pop-Up Video? That was really fun. Oh, oh yes. yeah. I love that. Now, 
what if they had pop-up video, but they did it to like step-by-step and other shows. So you could watch the show (laughs) and they would just pop stuff up to be funny during the, I think that would be hilarious. I mean, that might be, you might be onto something. This might be how people now, you know, you can get them to watch like reruns. (laughs) Yeah, you totally can. I, I do love watching reruns. You know, I am a rerun guy, and my wife says I go through. So I've been watching Mary with Children a lot lately. I mean, I like oh my that. God. I like that show. It's great. It's it holds up. And another show that I've always said it's underrated, Christine, and I, I wonder if you've ever watched it. Rules of Engagement. You know, I was a big David Spade fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but weirdly enough, like I watched a ton of Just Shoot Me, but I never got into Rules of Engagement. Maybe I need to give that. He's on that, right? Yeah, but we're the opposite. I've yeah. never watched one second of Just Shoot Me, but I've watched Rules oh. of Engagement two or three times probably. Okay, well. We're the reverse. we just need to switch. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah. Just Shoot Me is, I mean, highly underrated. If you haven't seen it, it is, it is so good. Really? It was one of my favorites growing up. Yeah. Why was I watching that when I was like 12? I don't know. Because I just was such a Tommy Boy fan. But Oh, Tommy Boy. It's the, B, you've seen Tommy Boy, right? Yes, I have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, Just Shoot Me was on Deer and Step by Step's run, right? Yes, it was. See? Yeah. It, was a, it was another show that you could watch that was not, it's nothing like Step by Step, as far as I know, from the pictures. I've never seen the show I need to watch it. I need to figure this out. My wife's trying Definitely to get me into Dharma. She's trying to get me into Dharma and Greg. And I watched one episode and I'm like, oh, God, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that one, too, I will have to say. Oh, my gosh. I was into that. But I was into, I watched everything. Will and Grace, Cheers, Friends, Seinfeld, Frasier, Wings, Emptiness. Like, you, you name it, I watched it. I was one, a TV w- junkie. Wonder Years. Wonder Years. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. one of my favorites. Um, I watched a lot of like reruns too, like Nick at Night stuff. Mm, yeah, stuff that wasn't even on anymore. I would I would watch a lot of that stuff as well. Uh, were you an Alf fan? Oh yes, oh, me too. Oh yes, definitely. B, you're not an that Alf fan. That was only right? like no, no. So I don't know what that is. Okay, so I grew up in a really strict household. And we could not watch a lot of things. So, like, when I say that I watched MTV and VH1, like, I just sneak to see what oh, song was yeah. going to be number one that night. Sure. So, sure. so, yes, yes. Um, so, no, I missed out on, like, a lot. Like, all the shows that you mentioned, I've not seen. I saw Friends when I moved out. I, like, watched reruns of Friends when I moved out. But that was it. Like, I haven't seen any of those other shows. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know what? I know. Yeah. I need to get on it. Many well, seasons of joy coming yeah. at you. Christine, yeah, that is maybe my favorite show of all time. What, Friends? Yeah, I think oh. I've seen every episode multiple times. Okay, you're going to shame me. Go ahead and shame me for this. I low-key think it's overrated. I'm just saying. Really? I got to be honest. If I had to sit down, gun to head, and they said, you got to choose a show to watch step-by-step or uh, Friends, I'm taking step-by-step every day. I can't get into Friends. My wife loves Friends. I just can't get into wow. it. I, I don't understand it. I, I'm a Seinfeld guy, and I feel like well, Seinfeld's the greatest sitcom of all time, in my opinion. It's, well, it it's, is, I mean, it, it's hard to beat it. And I would, I, would, I would argue that Seinfeld is probably a little on the darker side, you know, yes. the more quirky, offbeat version yeah. of Friends. 
So I, I'm with you there. Like, I, I can't knock it. I think it's kind of apples and oranges, yeah, you know? It, it totally is. But I will say, I think Curb Your Enthusiasm gives Seinfeld a run for its money because I almost would rather watch an episode of Curb than Seinfeld at this point in my life. Oh, oh, now? For sure. For yeah. sure. Now I understand it. I didn't really get it when I was a kid, but now I... Oh, hey, Merry Christmas, Christine. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bye. And have Thanks, a wonderful happy holidays to you both too. of you. Bye now. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.